Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling great. Uh, sometimes, you know, I've been known to record a two, three in the morning podcast just because of the time difference. But right now, I think uh, the shoe's on the other foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Well, the last couple nights, I've not been feeling so well. So I've been falling asleep at like 8 o'clock. But then I wake up wow. at like 11 o'clock, and then my schedule's all screwed up. So... Not 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 an ideal way to uh, wrap up the week here, uh, which is probably how Derek Carr feels. Yeah, I mean, is the NFL just easy? Like, is it is are the playbooks not real? That's my question, basically, because Baker Mayfield shows up and I mean, he did not look good for, you know, 56 minutes of that game. No, I don't. I'm not saying he's good, but like he shouldn't be able to complete a pass. Yeah, you know, like he did. He didn't know the playbook, I'm sure. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, they weren't even trying to win. That team was didn't even want to win. Like, well, what the hell had just happened? Yeah, I mean, Josh McDaniels has to go. I mean, some of those decisions, you know, I don't know. Uh, anytime, anytime a co- uh, coach punts on fourth and one, I would automatically fire them if I was an owner. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't even be an available option. You know, like back in like back when, in the early '90s when you only had like three choices for the play you would call on um, yes on Nintendo or whatever. Yeah. 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 Punch should not be an option when you need one or two yards. No, I'm with you. Now, you know, I don't think that they thought Baker Mayfield was going to go down, down the field 98 yards. With, uh, but um, yeah, um, it, it's 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 good in the sense that it's clarifying because that's one more team we can eliminate because the Raiders had won three in a row and ostensibly were kind no, of. No, listen, yeah, players. as a, as a Jet fan, you're like, okay, there's nine teams for seven spots, and then you're like, wait, wait, is there? And then there's the three teams: Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and. The Raiders at five and seven, who, who are kind of still around. alive. Yeah. And you're not oh, as a Jets fan, you're not really so worried about Cleveland or Pittsburgh because you beat them. But um, now we basically cross them all off the list. Yeah. Now, I mean, I assume you you picked the Raiders to win this game tonight, right? Yeah, of course. They were yeah. probably one of my best bets on on our. Um, mm. Yeah. In, in our pool and, and you know, highest confidence, whatever. So. Uh, all right. Yeah, well, let's I'm, jump I'm to Sunday and let's pick the rest of the games and mm-hmm. let's start with uh you know, a big game for your team. So uh, a tough loss last week for the Jets in Minnesota mm. doesn't get any easier to go to Buffalo, although you already beat them once this year. They beat the, they beat the Bills with Wilson. Uh, they've definitely improved at a, a bunch of positions. Plus, there's no Von Miller. Now, the Bills didn't have really their whole secondary in that game, Um, I, 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 you know, which allowed Wilson to at least like complete a few short passes. 
which team is more disrespected by the line this week? Your team or my team? Nine and a half point spread for the Jets. Yeah, I mean, they are the two most interesting lines. I I, I think I thought it was going to be seven or seven and a half. Nine and a half is a lot. I mean, they did destroy Mike White last year, right? This was like the game that he sort of fell apart. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to think about Mike White because it's a small sample size. In the last two weeks, he obviously looked, you know, infinitely better than Zach Wilson. But he still is Mike White, right? Yeah, the people watching tape were kind of impressed. They really threaded a bunch of needles. Like, what, what, are, you, what are you eating there, Wheels? I'm having a Twizzler. Okay. It's not even International Pull and Peel Day. You got to save it till the summer. No, that's why I'm having regular Twizzlers, not Pull and Peel. Oh, okay. Fine. Um, Yeah, I think I think the Jets cover and the Bills win. I am disrespected. I mean, what I saw, like the Jets spread, I'm like, ooh, that's interesting. When I saw the Vikings line spread, I said, ha You know, it's like... uh Two different levels of disrespect. Well, the Vikings were favored at the beginning of the week. And then obviously, you know, a lot of money must have been coming on to Detroit to move it. Although now I saw something like, you know, 60 something percent of the money is on the Vikings. So I don't understand why this line has keeps moving to the Detroit direction when the money's coming in on Minnesota. So I'm a little confused there. Um, all right. So you have, you have the Bills winning and the Jets covering. I think I'm probably in the same boat as you. And then the other game, which I think is even more interesting, uh, AFC divisional matchup is Cleveland at Cincinnati. Deshaun Watson looked very bad last week, but he hadn't played football in two full years. So, you know, Baker Mayfield can switch teams in three days, but Deshaun we just Watson, have no idea if he's going to be rusty for one week or like six weeks or, you know. Yeah, I mean, he gave sort of a weird interview uh, yesterday where he said, you know, when it clicks, it clicks, but nobody knows when it's going to click. Well, I mean, you should know when it's going to click if you're talking about yourself here. Right? right. I mean, this is a preseason for him. I get it. He should. Here's the difference. It's not a normal guy coming back. He's been able to practice for a while, like in the preseason and now the last couple of weeks, right? Yeah, well, we, we don't need practice. We just talked about that with the Rams. True. He's been able to practice. He should know the playbook inside and out. Yeah, right? He knows the guy. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. Like, uh, it, it's a little weird. I People are like, yeah, he hasn't played. And like, no, I expect him to come out and be good. Maybe not like 100% of Deshaun Watson, but I didn't expect him to be that bad against the worst team in the league. Well, you know, so you just mentioned sort of the, the three teams that are floating around at, at the bottom of the wild card race in the AFC and the Raiders eliminated themselves themselves this week. And Pittsburgh and Cleveland are both in must wins against divisional matchups. Um, I mean, do you think Cleveland can go into Cincinnati win this game? Cincinnati looking really good right now. Joe Burrow has pushed his way into, you know, like the, the top tier of the MVP race. Yeah, it's a problem for us with Tua. He's down to fifth. What's um what's yeah, that line seven and a half? Yeah. Right, listen, Tua, because he was because he missed all those games and his counting numbers were gonna be so far behind, he he had to play basically perfectly, right? He had to have mm-hmm. like 13 perfect games to go up against 17 games for everyone else. And um, yeah, he, he last week was bad. This week against San Francisco, we'll get to it, but you know, he's gonna be tough. So yeah, I don't I don't think Tua's gonna be the MVP. But you know, still a solid bet by us at 60 to one in the preseason. He played San Francisco last week. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're playing the Chargers. I'm all confused. Um, all right, sorry. Let's go back to Cleveland, Cincy, though. I'm distracting myself. What's the line here? I think the line. Well, I mean, I don't know because it, it started low. It was like at four and a half. They run up to six and a half. Yeah, um, I have the I have the Bengals winning and covering here. Oh, so you, you don't think this game's gonna be close? No, I think it'll be close-ish, but they'll win by like eight points or something. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I just, I, I you can't trust Cleveland's run defense at all. No. And they just they don't get, you know, they're not getting a ton of pressure on the quarterback. So, I, yeah, I, I have a hard time seeing Cleveland winning this game, but I would like to see 
uh, not 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 because I'm a personal fan of Deshaun Watson, but because I, I would like to see Cleveland's offense be what it was supposed to be and sort of see what this team has as in terms of potential. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not 100 percent sure if Kevin Stefanski should be coming back next year. Ooh, so nobody's really been talking about that. I, I, certainly outside of Cleveland. That is interesting. No, well, I think he, you have to give listen, him another year. He came in year one, was super hyped. You know, they 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 won ten games. They go to the playoffs. What was he supposed but, to do this year? Like with with Brissett? this is what he was supposed uh, to do. The, he, he's an off. The offense isn't the issue here. The defense has been a disaster. All right, so get a better defensive coordinator. Mm. All right. Um. Yeah, I'm going to take Cincy to win. Uh, I'm not sure about the spread. I got to think about this one a little bit more. And then uh, let's go to the Baltimore Pittsburgh game. So I don't understand. You know, I've been very wrong with Pittsburgh the last couple weeks. I thought Pittsburgh was like a bottom four team in the league. And part of it is that Kenny Pickett has, has started to, you know, get his sea legs under him. And he looks, I, I don't know if he's going to be a good NFL quarterback, but he's not. He looks you like, know, yeah, he looks like at least, you know, he's not a true NFL. Yeah. Yeah. The, the defense is getting healthier and, and, um, and they, and now they face Baltimore with Huntley, which is, uh, if, if Lamar was in this game, I don't think it would be even close, but I understand why it's a close. There's no thing is not close. This team plays close every week, Baltimore. Well, they're they winning. They're winning big out. each game and then they sort of fall apart. Well, I guess Baltimore. Anyway. No, they were losing. I mean, they were losing. Two weeks ago, and they had that miracle drive, or last week. Excuse Haven't they me. blown like thirteen point lead? Like them and the Raiders have both blown like the most thirteen point leads in the in the league, or something. Uh, the last few weeks, they just have they haven't done anything. Yeah, um, but you I look up and it's the third quarter, and it's seven to three still. I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? Yeah, I'm still picking Baltimore to win this game. I just I, I don't I don't I don't have any trust at all. Not that I trust Huntley, but I don't have any trust at all in in the Pittsburgh offense. And uh, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Because I've been wrong with Pittsburgh for like three weeks. These teams play twice in the next few weeks. Listen to this. Listen to the stretch they've had. Um, let's say the Giants are good. So they lose to the Giants at three and three. This is the Ravens schedule. Cleveland, Tampa, New Orleans, Carolina, Jacksonville, Denver, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Atlanta, Pittsburgh. Since uh, so in, from pretty soft. Yeah, not soft. There's no other than the the default playoff team for one of those three NFC South teams. There's no there's no playoff team in that mix. Well, last There's year, no Baltimore, nine and eight team even. Baltimore's what eight and two last year, and then Lamar mm-hmm. goes down. They lose five in a row. They miss the playoffs. I'm starting to get some similar vibes in Baltimore. But again, I'm picking them to win this week. I thought Huntley. It's not that he's good, but I think he's good enough. Yeah, and, he's one of the better backups right now. I think. Yeah, I, I also like the fact that he sort of plays a similar style to Lamar. I mean, obviously nobody's Lamar Jackson, but he, um, you know, it's not like they have to completely rewrite the playbook. I'm going to take well, they don't have a playbook. They can't complete long passes <laughs> like that, that. I mean, that's all they can do. Yeah, well, they haven't tried to, you know, invest in, in wide receivers. So what do you expect? Demarcus Robinson is the number one receiver right now for Baltimore. It's, I mean, it's crazy. You, you, you're like they're they're honestly going to like start throwing deep to Deshaun Jackson three times a week. Like they, yeah. they are really out of options. Um, Yeah, they have to split these next two weeks. The, the road division games, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. I'll say they win this one. Oh, so we both have Baltimore winning this game. OK. Um, all right. Yeah. So those are our big AFC divisional matchups. I, I don't know. Does Jacksonville, Tennessee count? Not really. Jacksonville's done. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're finished. But I mean, part of the reason why I thought the Vikings line at Detroit is so insane is because last week, I mean, literally six days ago, five days ago, when I don't know when we're recording this, Jacksonville went into Detroit and was favored. Now, yeah, Detroit, but then they look like they quit on the season, basically. Okay. But we, anyway, um, Tennessee, you know, talking about teams that don't have receivers. Can we talk about, so can we talk about how you fire a GM in the middle of a season where you're going to win the division for the third year in a row? I mean, they were just so embarrassed by the AJ Brown game. They had So that's why. Game. So because AJ, because they, 
So the GM who drafted AJ Brown, who got four years of value for him, right, on a cheap rookie deal, and then mm-hmm. trades him first first round pick. You see it happen. AJ Brown succeeding in Philly. Philly, the best record in the league. Tennessee also doing fine all season long. The ownership is fine with it, fine with it, fine with it. You play one game. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown has a good game, and so you fire the guy who's built your franchise. I mean, it just exactly make sense. No, you you explain the the scenario. You, you know, that's, there's... that's that's the reactive response. I mean. It, so if, if AJ Brown there had to be more things, honestly, to, to be honest, of course, there, there had to be more. That, that, that's not a logic. He had to like events. He had to like this is a multi-billion dollar company you're running. If you're running an NFL franchise, yeah, no, the owner had to like because... ca- catch him like using his bathroom three different times or something like there has to be a reason. Yeah, I mean, but the timing is why everybody assumes it's connected to I don't understand what's going on there. Now, obviously, firing a GM midseason, you know, it's not like firing a coach. It's not really have an impact on the field. No, I don't think it'll affect the team. I, I just think it's weird. Yeah, so Tennessee still the win. Although I think Jacksonville covers this game. I think it's a close game. I mean Tennessee. Tennessee's like the Vikings. What's the line all year? Uh, hold on, I gotta open my app if you want to know the lines of all these games. Yeah, I mean we're picking the lines. You should know the lines when are you're we? picking them. Are we picking lines? Are we? I mean, we usually say who's gonna cover. Yeah, um, it's three and a half still. Hasn't moved. Wow. So you think one team's gonna win? One team's gonna cover a three and a half line? Yeah, middle it, baby. Yeah, it's mm. not not a great bet. Uh, Tennessee. Um, no, Tennessee's going to win. Yeah. Um, they played two bad games not, all year, and they were get, against you the two best the, teams. You, you, when you guessed the line, you thought this one was going to be nine and a half, so you missed it by a little bit. Jacksonville's very bad. They just lost by 27 to the Lions. <sighs> well, those lines are fine. Let's get to the Lions. The Lions are very good. They're favored at home against a 10-2 and two team. Um, mm-hmm. An under 500 team uh, favored against a 10-2 and two team. That doesn't happen very frequently. No. Um, I'd like to know the last time like a five game differential like this uh, had a had a spread like this. Yeah, with that without an injury to the quarterback or something. Right, like without that. a QB injury. Yeah. Um, now I did see some. You know, TJ Hawkinson's been having all these quotes about how it's great to be at a place where they finally win, etc. Since the trade, mm-hmm. Vikings are four and one, obviously, and they've you know beaten a bunch of good teams. But the Lions are also four and one. <laughs> yeah, maybe they they freed themselves for Hawkinson. Yeah, Hawkinson was holding the back apparently. Um, yeah, I, I do think the like the Vikings played the by DVOA the first second third fourth best defenses in the league the last four weeks mm-hmm. and I think that going from that to Detroit and they played very well you know relic given their their opponents I think against the Patriots and against the Jets obviously they were terrible against the Cowboys I think that to go from those teams to the Lions is is going to be like such a release for the Vikings offense I think the Vikings offense is going to have their best game of the year no, I think this uh, this to me is a, a, a like a huge stay away game because I think this game is going to come down to a very like crazy or stupid play at the end of the game. It's going to oh, be like every game. Vikings game this year. <laughs> yeah. So I, I like to like this is a coin toss game. There's absolutely no reason to bet it unless you're an insane person. Yeah. I also think, you know, Jefferson roasted the Lions in every single game he's played against them in his career until this year when he had his career low in yards uh, the first time they played uh, earlier in the year. And so I think that, you know, Jefferson, there's been a lot of talk, uh, Jeff Akuda, a lot of talk about how the Lions can shut down Jefferson. I think that that's going to, you know, I think that's going to be a story to watch. And I I do not expect Justin Jefferson to get shut down by Detroit again this year. Um, But yeah, the Vikings secondary, obviously, if if you're having trouble against uh, Mac Jones and his crappy set of receivers, and, and Mike White, and you know, I know that you're hiring the Jets receivers than, than you know others, but I think that Sh- Amon Ra, look, when they were 0 10 and 1 last year, he had the game winning touchdown on the last minute right. game. So, yeah, I do think this is going to be a high scoring game, but I'm, I'm going to pick the Vikings. I'm going to say Vikings will win, um, I'll say 34 uh, 28. Yeah, I have 31 uh, 28, but this is, you know, again, a 50.1 to 49.9. 31, which direction? Uh, the Vikings winning. Mm, yeah. I was surprised. I did listen to Bill Simmons' podcast tonight already. 
one of his, you know, silly narratives he's obsessed with is like the nobody believes in us. Mm-hmm. How is there not a bigger nobody believes in us narrative than the 10 and 2 team who's an underdog? Mm-hmm. No, I think that that's fair. Also, a weird schedule wrinkle where the Vikings played all three divisional opponents at home and then in December have to face all three on the road. Listen, got to go on the road to win. Yeah, I mean, not that their game. division is exactly a very challenging division, obviously. Um, and, the, and, the, and we've talked about this the last two or three weeks. The weird thing about the Vikings is they have nothing to play for because they're pretty much locked into the two seed. Especially with Garoppolo going down, it'd be even more difficult for San Francisco to make. Up yeah, no, there's ball. nobody who can catch you now. Yeah, exactly. Garoppolo was like yeah. sort of the last gasp chance for someone to catch. You. So so continuing to win each week by like these, you know, these low margins is sort of like this this unsatisfying middle because what you want, it doesn't really matter whether you win or lose. And so what you want to do is win big to sort of shut up some of the criticisms. But um, and it really is incredible to see, like, you know, the entire Minnesota fan base going absolutely bonkers against um, advanced stats and analytics. And, you know, they're like, oh, look at the record. That's all that matters. And, we you know, he's a proven winner. And there I, I do think there is some value to that, to, to right? that. Like, there is a reason that elite coaches and elite quarterbacks do over time have records that are much greater than 500. In, mm-hmm. in one score games but um you know we we don't yet know whether uh whether uh kevin o'connell is one of those quarterback coaches and and to be honest i don't i don't really think he is in terms of the clock management in terms of sort of the the in-game str- uh, strategy that can uh, that can often affect a one score game i don't think that he's been that but obviously his relationship with his quarterback is much better than zimmer's uh, but now zimmer can go to colorado and hate uh, hate college kids instead um all right which game should we do, go to next uh houston at dallas biggest spread of the year 16 and a half I mean, Dallas is blowing everybody up now. They're playing yeah, the I like team. the switch back to Davis Mills. Kyle Allen was like shockingly like Nathan Peterman. But, but, but what's the point of that? Like, it didn't make any sense, right? It wasn't some seventh round rookies like, oh, we got to see what he got. Exactly. We know Allen was bad. Yeah. It made no sense. It made a no lot sense. of these quarterback switches have been completely confusing to me. And it's like cutting off your nose by your face. Like Mills has been bad. We have to bench him. Well, yeah, guys but works. listen, that's the, the whole Houston franchise. Lovey Smith was is almost like the, the Kyle Allen, Kyle Allen of coaches, right? You know what you're getting there. He's not the worst ever, but he's he's not going to be the coach of the future. So yeah, I don't I don't know. Houston started treading water, but can Do you they call keep it, Lovey Allen after this year? Can you call it treading water when you're driving? Lovey Smith, excuse me. Are they keeping? I I'm done guessing you, what the Houston franchise has done. Right. I mean, from, you go through from the time they, they traded three thirteen and one. Do they keep yeah. Lovey? That's pretty bad. But what were they expecting? What was their over under four and a half? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we literally have the under. Yeah, so I I just I, I don't know you like the, the issue with Houston is not Lovey Smith. I'm not saying Lovey Smith is the answer, but he's also not the question. So, yeah. Um, so Dallas uh, Texans to cover. It's uh, a yeah, little too I was, high. I actually did. I did pick Houston to cover, not because of any rational reason, except for when you look at the all time record of 16 plus point favorites in the NFL, they, mm-hmm. you know, they cover less than 40. percent. It's just yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to cover that much. Um. Even though in this, you know, Dallas, I think now has the biggest scoring differential in the league, right? Yeah, but they're not going to. I don't think they're going to get the defensive touchdowns that they would have maybe with uh, Kyle Allen. Mills <laughs> is more like takes care of the, the ball. So well. yeah, he's going to go three and out. He's not going to you know throw the ball to the other team and fumble every. Uh, so, yeah, I have the I have the I have the uh, Texans covering. All right. Let's talk about Philly Giants. The, the Giants were celebrating last week's performance the giants fan i mean obviously a tie you know you don't want to kiss your sister you'd rather get a win i think a tie was a loss for the giants i think the giants had to win that game more than washington did because they still have to play again uh you know next week in washington mm-hmm. and and both of those teams will not make the playoffs unless you think that seattle is going to collapse or it's possible i think seattle collapse is definitely possible yeah i just 
you're going to get three playoff teams in the NFC East. You're not going to get four. And so I think for the Gi- I think the Giants should have been much more aggressive in their in their decision making in, in the fourth quarter and overtime. I think that was an absolute must win. And I think that the tie, uh, I, I have them out of the playoffs now. I just I don't see how they make the playoffs. Now, obviously, they can go into Washington win and then I'll shut up and I'm totally wrong. But I think a tie was a disaster for the Giants last week. A tie was great. I love ties, you know, because of the and you love kissing your sister. Yeah, of course. No, but I've said this before. Like, I love ties because ironically, even though it's a tie, ties resolve all tiebreakers because. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Instead of. But shouldn't Seahawks, you like tiebreakers? No. If you're a G- Giants or Seahawks or Washington fan, right, if you make or miss the playoffs because one of your team went 10-7 and one team went 9-7-1, and one, that's understandable. If you mi- if you miss the playoffs because of strength of victory, a fifth tiebreaker, because you both yeah. went. No, that, that's sure. enraging. That's really stupid. So for that reason, I like it. Um. Yeah, the Giants, while we acknowledge that Dayball's done a good job and has gotten this team to overperform, they've been sort of running on fumes. They were 6-1. and one. Uh, Saquon was looking good. Now Saquon is not looking nearly as good. They just they, they don't have the talent to compete with a team like Philadelphia. I just don't see how this game is even close. I agree. I have the Eagles winning and covering. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I'm rooting for the Giants as a Vikings fan. You know, there's nothing I want more than the Eagles to lose uh, and the Cowboys to each lose a couple games. But Sorry, Giants. I don't see it this week. Giant schedules Philly, Washington, Minnesota, Indianapolis, Philly. It's not easy. now Philly very well might not need that last game. Well, that doesn't help them though because the only scenario in which Philly doesn't need that game also means that the the uh, Cowboys don't need that game because the Cowboys are playing Washington Week 18, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's catching the Cowboys for the top wild card. So if Philly doesn't mean that, neither. Ah, game, so then, I hear you. So they both be yeah. locked in. Now who's and, more likely and, and, and to rest and their guys? Further, I, I think. The Giants want that game to matter for both teams because they want Washington to have to face Dallas trying to win. It's interesting. I mean, in theory, the, if the Giants lose to Washington, though, they could be chasing Seattle, not Washington, though. So that might the game might not matter. Yeah, I guess so. Well, let's talk Seattle, Carolina, because we'll look we'll look at Seattle's schedule now. Mm, OK, so this is a line that really surprised me. Why is this line moving in the direction of Carolina? What Bill Simmons betting all his money? No, I, I have no idea. I mean, like, are people expecting big things from Darnold to see the new Geno Smith? This is a funny game. If you're a Jets fan, this is a funny game. Seattle was a seven-point favorite, Smith. and now it's down to three and a half or four. It's a little weird. This is the second straight week the Seattle line has moved a bunch, right? Yeah, and I, I don't – I do love – it's a not common thing in the NFL for a team to have three different quarterbacks start five-plus games in a season. Yeah, five is a lot, yeah. Yeah, it's – you know – to. To basically, yeah, to split it third, third, third. But the Panthers are headed in that direction, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, assuming that Darnold starts the rest of them, although P.J. Walker maybe comes back. Who knows? I don't understand this line. It's not that Seattle's such great shakes, although I thought they had an impressive, uh, you know, performance in the fourth quarter last week. But but I, I've, I've never understood any discussion of Carolina all year. Carolina's a bottom five team to me on the field, off the field. They've been this- playing harder with... Um, with Wilkes. Uh, with Wilkes. I, to me... By the way, the, the Jets are going to have uh, five guys start at least three games, right? Because this week, because Wilson's at seven, Flacco's at three, and there's going to be three for White. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, uh, by the way, Seattle schedule for the last five at home. Carolina, San Francisco, the road game is Kansas City, and then the Jets and the Rams. So you win this week, you probably beat the Rams in week 18. You only need one more win to make the plus, right? Ten and seven is automatically getting you in. Yeah, especially because of the tie, with right? Because t- with the tie, I'm saying. Because yeah, those teams not, both those teams are not not going to both get the 10-6-1. Yeah, exactly. Especially since they played this week. Yeah. 
and yeah, Seattle, so Seattle obviously Seattle they're still in in the divisional race also, especially with David Purdy in charge. And Brock That's Purdy. true. I keep Brock calling Purdy. David. I have no idea why. David Putty, I think, is who you're thinking. Oh, of. is that why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brock Purdy has that raw animal sexuality. He does. Yeah. The devils. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. So yeah, Seattle win. win. Seattle cover. Mm-hmm. Now the Geno numbers have really fallen back to earth. Right in September, October, he was a top five quarterback. He's been very average to mediocre in the last you know two months. Mm-hmm. Yep. That average to mediocre is what Carolina hasn't had that in a quarterback since uh, 2015. So. Uh, yeah, that's true. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, let's get to Tampa, San Francisco. One of the most interesting games of the week. First of all, the the... Let's talk about the Monday night, the, the the comeback by the Bucks, which I think we just saw the same thing by Baker Mayfield today. So Baker Mayfield and uh and Tom Brady, proven winners. Um, yeah, I, I, this is a very hard game because I have no idea how good Purdy is. The he, Bucks now I know he, they're not. He good. looked incredible last week, given the fact that he was Mister Irrelevant, and given the fact that he was not expecting to play. Obviously, I thought he looked really good. You know, every time you watch a, um, a 49ers game, they show the stats of Shanahan's record with mm-hmm. um, with Jimmy Garoppolo, at quarterback, you know, 20 games over 500, whatever, with every other buddy, everyone else, at quarterback where they suck. And it's meant to be like a, a compliment to Jimmy Garoppolo. But as a number of people have been pointing out this week, if you look at the games, all the Garoppolo missed games, those were also games where George Kittle didn't play, where like most yeah. of the most of the other talented guys on this team happened to be injured and missing at the same time. Right. And so. I think that if everyone else is healthy there, right, they, and I, I know that there's questionable tags, but McCaffrey's playing and Debo's playing and Kittle's playing like all the weapons are there on offense. It's not that I have high expectations for Purdy, but we know that Shanahan has the ability to make, you know, guys look like decent, you know, game managers and take advantage of the offense weapons they have and come up with, you know, dynamic schemes, except on fourth down when they always kick. Um, yeah, so I, I, I don't I don't it, obviously I'm not saying it's not a drop off from Garoppolo, who's been an above average quarterback this year to a guy we know nothing about. But I don't think it's really going to affect. It might affect them in the playoffs. I don't think it's going to affect them against Tampa, who Tampa sucks. No, I think you're right. I think, I mean, A, they're saying there's a chance maybe he's back by the NFC Championship game if they make it. Yeah. Um, but avoid avoiding the Liz Frank. Liz Frank is such a great word that, like, you only are familiar with that word if you're an NFL fan. Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody knows what a Liz Frank is who's not a, who's not a football fan. Yeah, it's like, but, you know, there's there's all these English words that nobody who actually speaks English knows unless you're an Orthodox Jew who learns Gemara, like a fortiori or phylactery, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Liz Frank is sort of like the NFL version of that. Yeah, okay. Uh, Jimmy G 
game started by year. All right. Mm-hmm. Zero, zero, two, five, three, sixteen, six, fifteen, ten. I mean, he's gonna be thirty-two next year. He started more than ten games twice. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Sort of Earl. He's Earl forty Moore and vibes. seventeen as a starter. In fact, Earl Moore or Earl Moral, hard hard name to say, vibes is a good comparison also because they, they both had a lot of playoff success. Mm-hmm. Yes, 40 and 17 is a starter, uh, four and two in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they'll be fine. The defense is still so good. Um, they are cursed with injuries, but yeah, I, I, the defense is still so good. I think against a team like Tampa, I mean, this game could be like seven, six late in the game. This game. Oh, yeah, I do think my, uh, my Bills 49ers preseason Super Bowl pick. I've, I'm stepping off that now. I no longer think the 49ers are going to win the NFC. Mm-hmm. And mine was, I think, Bills Eagles. I am not stepping off. Yeah, you're not stepping off. I'm stepping now, off. Speaking of Jimmy Garoppolo, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Uh, how good looking he is. Everyone, yeah. everyone says how good looking he is. and how 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 nice and clean shaven he is, how smooth his face is. OK, yeah, it's not yeah, just he's got his a face very nice from, face. From what I understand. Oh, yeah, you have sources. Well, yeah, my source is because I was looking up who has used the code 32 fans at manscaped.com to get a discount. Mm-hmm. Yes. And none other than Jimmy Garoppolo used one. Jimmy G himself. Well, I don't know. It's it's a Jay Garoppolo who sent it to San Francisco, so it could be somebody else. Maybe Maybe it's like a John Garoppolo. I mean, what if it's his his mom, Jenny Garoppolo? Jenny, listen, it works for men and women, right? Like, yes. you know, not not, not that I want to manscaped, obviously, so perfect. They know what they're doing. And I don't want to, you know, mm-hmm. precision engineer tools for your family jewels. Like, I, I, it is I? weird that they send us all of our listeners addresses. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying, who am I to question them? However, I do wonder why they market so exclusively towards the uh, the testicle possessing community, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, you're you know, losing 50% of the market. Yeah, join over 6 million men worldwide. Probably even less. Manscaped. Probably like 49 points something because I think there's less men. Yeah, fewer, fewer men than women. Um, 6 million men, 12 million balls. But you know what? There's 6 million women out there with many fewer balls who are also, mm-hmm. you know, also have bodies and also have body hair. Yes, for sure. They 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 can get ear and nose hair and they could use the weed whacker. Girls right? get ear and nose hair? Uh, some of them do. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, they need deodorant. They need boxer briefs. My wife, by the way, she mm-hmm. steals all of my socks now. Not the Manscaped. My, Manscaped is really more for uh, they have the great boxers. I don't know if they sell socks. She steals your socks. All of my socks. Why? It, but they're probably much bigger. Like, I feel like my socks are three times the size of what the type of socks my wife wears. Yeah, you would think that sort of the heel part would sort of. Yeah, go I go the, up to like the the ball on the, you know, I, I do like the full socks, not the half socks. I don't know why, but she's always wearing my socks. All my socks have disappeared. Um, I, I became a fun socks guy this year. I used to have just white socks and then black for Shabbat. And now it's just fun socks. Yeah, I don't wear I don't wear I don't wear any plain black socks. I only wear now. I am. Um, I've been wearing. I have my uh, Vikings, my Minnesota moon socks. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is an ad for basket. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, they I sell have, socks? My, no, but the underwear they have are my number one most comfortable pair of underwear. Yeah, I agree. Now they should sell socks, though. Manscaped. Mm. You, you, you want to go in the business with the 32 fans, people? Yeah, I mean, Manscaped is really from from ankle from head to ankle. They're mm-hmm. providing services to every part. But of do the you body. want to get down to the toe? Yeah. Well, why are Some they, people why are are very they stopping at Manscaped. the ankle? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You, you have you have a ball of your foot, don't you? Right. Manscaped, the ball experts, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good point. You yeah. got that ball on the foot. Yeah. So they're saying six million men is, is 12 million balls. No, six million men is, is 24 million balls. That's right. Crazy. I mean, two, not everyone is two, two in, feet, but two sure. the scrub. Oh, OK, sorry. Yeah, that's true. Not not not. Yeah, not 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 every, not every man has two balls. Not every man has uh, two balls on his feet. But, you know, on average, 
On average, yeah, well, roughly. Average. On, on uh, mode. probably a little less mode. because almost yeah. nobody has three. Yeah, virtually nobody has three three balls in their feet or in their testicles. Probably more people have three balls in their testicles than three balls in their feet. To be fair, not a yes, thing I'm going to Google, but I, you're probably yeah. right. Yeah. No, no, I'm I'm not working here. I'm not Googling. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, listen, the performance package 4.0, you know, we've talked about it. I have it in my yes. house. What a game changer. The trip Get it now because 5.0 is going to freaking be all about socks. Also, you know what? It's December 9th right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the holiday. It's not our holiday season. Our holiday season is in the fall. But it's the capital. Well, I mean, T, if, you, H, if you think S. Hanukkah is a holiday, then it is kind of the holiday. It, well, season. it is. Uh, it's a holiday season, but it's not like our, the it's holiday, not the season. holiday season. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, holiday season true. is uh, September, October. Well, all that's the big holidays. The, uh, mm-hmm. the um, Sukkot, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, the start of the NFL season. But you don't really need to be groomed for most of those holidays. You need to be groomed every day. But I'm just saying, like, now it's December. I think you, this is like grooming season, probably. Yeah, but you have to give presents to, like everybody, you know, and like everybody, you know, has body hair somewhere that they need shaved, that they need trimmed, that they need. Yeah, sure. Up, that they need and not, baby, not babies, really. Mm. I don't know if Manscaped has any products for babies. That's true. I don't think they have it. Yeah, we, we I think we have to have a meeting with these people. OK, this. so they got to they got to go into the foot and they got to go into the baby. Those are two babies. There. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Babies and feet. Yeah. All right. But unless you're a baby or mm-hmm. unless uh, or uh, well, I guess feet are irrelevant. Yeah. But unless you're a baby, you need to go to Manscaped.com. Well, that's why if they sell socks, the babies would do the socks. Yeah, baby socks. My my son, who's two and a half, still wears like the zero to six month socks. Baby socks yeah. are always like over exaggerate in terms of the sizes. Yeah, because they don't want to be like shoes where you wear them once and it's like oh, time for new shoes. No, but like they slip off. Like if you buy like a six to 12 month sock, that'll yeah. slip off even like a one year old. Yeah, they're, oh, yeah, yeah. The socks slip off the babies. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, ba- uh, babies got their uh, their skinny ankles, uh, but they're nice and smooth. And if you want your ankles to be as smooth as a baby's um, or mm-hmm. any other part of your body, manscaped.com mm-hmm. promo code 32 fans. Listen, get it before the year's over. You'll get free shipping and 20% off anywhere in the world. Mm-hmm. The only other person who can guarantee that is Santa Claus. And guess what? He's not real. But you know what is Manscaped 32 fans. You got a spoiler alert now. All yeah. right. Manscaped. <laughs> By the way. So, uh, all right. If, if you if you are a child or an adult mm-hmm. who just got spoiled on the non-existence of Santa Claus because of a 32 mm-hmm. fans episode, please yeah. DM me personally and I will reimburse you. Um, for whatever psychological counseling you need, I don't know. Oh no, that could be very expensive. Yeah. Fine. I mean, so, Trump Trump spoiled it for that eight year old a couple. Of years. Remember, he called the kid borderline. It's more. It's like it's marginal at this age, right? He said. Is that what he said? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so Santa Claus at this point yeah. is marginal. Yeah, a thirty-two fans listeners are too smart to believe in Santa Claus. Listen to me. We don't believe in Santa. We don't believe in momentum. We don't believe in uh, batting average or saves or pitcher mm-hmm. wins. Should we talk but about we your do Mets believe in DVOA, DVOA, the 22? Yeah, well, we can talk about the Mets. I wanted, I wanted to ask you something. Mm. So you, we famously years ago had a conversation on this podcast where you said that Jewish people, because you were talking about the holiday season before, don't get presents on Hanukkah. Well, no, no, not Jewish. People. I said from it was people. exactly what you said. No, There's I said no, from, not, no, I said from people. No, you said you. We no, don't, I, I said I don't not, get presents. Ninety five percent of Jews are not Orthodox, all of them are getting no, no, your exact I, your exact quote was there's no such thing as presence on Hanukkah. No, I, I what, what no, look, I, I that was he, your quote. His, and so I, I said everyone. No, I said there's no pieces. historical background for gifts on Hanukkah. Mm, and it became and it's an no, I said it's an American Jewish thing to, to copy Christmas. Yeah. And that is why everybody who's not Orthodox 100 percent does it. And people who are more on the modern side of Orthodox yeah. do it. And, you know, but yes, but that's what I said. So I asked people at work. I said Israelis. I said, did you get presents on Hanukkah? Mm-hmm. Not one of them knew what I was talking about. 
because they don't. Yeah, not exactly, they said. You mean like money? Jewish like maybe you get like uh, like a like gelt, gelt. Um, some night or something? Yeah. No, not one of them knew. Yes, of course. So, this is what I said. Uh, yeah. Now, I mean, you said is an American no Jewish invention, but you don't give your kids like we have to give our kids eight times four presents. Yeah, and you, why you're living in Israel now? You follow the Israeli rules. How many days of Passover do you do? How many? Right. My wife. No, but uh, listen, we're suckers. She's gonna do. I mean, I don't think the baby's gonna get eight presents, but like, yeah, she's gonna give everyone a present every night. So you live in a neighborhood of mostly, or at least your social circles, mostly Americans. Who mostly there, Americans, right? but I don't think yeah. they compare with their friends. On I honestly don't even think it, that it's that. I don't think they like go to school and say like, "What do you get the next day?" Oh, they didn't. But so but I don't most think they them- do. But most of these people are because we're gifts. suckers. I think we're just suckers. Oh, so and you think like, that you guys are the only ones giving gifts? No, I don't think we're the only ones, but I don't think it's like a pure social thing. I think it's my wife just feels like we have to give gifts. Yeah, but your wife is also baking cakes on six month birthdays and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. These kids are freaking spoiled. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, my so my kids, my kids don't get like a present every day, that kind of Michigas. Mm-hmm. But they get, you know, and, and, and the presents they get, you know, they, they don't they don't get any gifts that cost more than like 10 or 15 bucks. So they're getting something, but it's, you know, symbolic. No, my kids, le- gifts are mostly medium level. Maybe they get one big one. Well, what, what's what's medium level? Give me definitions here. Hmm. Like. I don't know, like the little kid will get like a Playmobil. I don't know yeah, that that's even high level for us. If it costs. I guess. Yeah, if, if, if you can't buy it at I'm Amazing Savings, which is the store. No, you're like probably right. Yeah, probably 10 to 15. Or, yeah, my or kids like are getting dollar store type gifts now, okay. I, which I think by by Christmas levels would be not medium. That's like low, low, low. My that next would be door neighbor. That's stuck in stuffing. Stuff. Yeah, my next door Stop, neighbor growing up stocking stuffer was um, was Richie, uh, a, a Gentile fellow. Mm-hmm. And I love Christmas morning because I'd, I'd wake up Christmas morning. And I'd run next door to Richie's house because Richie was just like rolling in the gifts. You'd say like, hey, Richie, what do you got? You got a new Nintendo 64 or something. Yeah, oh, it was great. Yeah. Um, and it, Richie and I, I remember when we were little, we had the funniest. And they let like uh, they let you in the house on Christmas morning. I feel like it's like a Why? Family even, time. even though my ancestors killed. You. <laughs> yeah, but even forget it. Even if you were, you know, neutral, like I feel like you're not allowed. In, like, well, you can't let know, a, Jew a very in intimate house, time like, Christmas, Christmas morning. Akiva, there's enough anti-Semitism today. You don't need to be spreading it all. <laughs> I, I just no. I don't mean because you're Jewish. I just mean, I, I can't imagine like, I don't know, it's fa- Christmas morning. It's like a family time, probably. And they have some random neighbor in the house. It wasn't random. I was next door, baby. So next door neighbors will have to come over Christmas. Um, yeah. If, if you're a Gentile with a Jewish next door neighbor, invite them over on Christmas. You know, let, let, <laughs> let, let their uh, their giftless kid. Well, I guess they, their, their kids probably get gifts because they're living in America. So you ever been at someone's house when they're getting presents? I've been at people's house on Hanukkah and they're all getting presents. It's awkward. Parents what like you, never give you pre- like you're at a friend's house. It's like, all right, it's present time. They, they want you, you want them to give you a gift. You're saying you're now. Ne- it's not going to happen. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You got to give gifts to every- it, like when there's kids involved. Like, so, you know, we don't give gifts on Hanukkah. We give but we give a, a gift at, at the past for Seder to the kid who finds the Afi coming. Mm-hmm. But it really we sort of promise them a gift. We don't give it at the Seder. Yeah. So but but now it turns to every single kid gets a gift at the Seder and I bring one for all my kids and then also for all my nephews. So, yeah, that you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. If you're giving a gift to one, you got to give a gift to all. But again, my uh, the gifts I'm giving are not very expensive. So I was just about the Mets. Yeah. The Mets have two uh, 40 year old, uh, $45 million pitchers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'll sign uh, Senga also. And uh, hopefully they'll win the World Series. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Nimmo contract? Did he sign? 
Yeah. Am I breaking news to you on this podcast? He signed yesterday. Yeah, I didn't know he signed. Yeah. Eight years, 162. With? with the Mets. Oh, Mazel Tov to the Mets. Yeah, I just woke up when we started this. Oh, okay. Breaking news to Uncle Uncle Kiwi. I podcast. think eight years is very long. It is very long. I mean, $15 million a year is fine. Xander Bogarts is is 30 and got an 11 year contract. A shortstop is so stupid. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, the the Padres, this came out of nowhere because they They had no fans and they had no money. And And now they have now they fill the park like to the brim every night. And they have like the Mets are good. They're not filling up City Field every night. I mean, they have decent attendance. But like the revenue, the revenue you're generating by selling out your baseball stadium 81 days a year is still not enough to justify how much the Padres are spending. It's not. No, no. And, and because it's a TV and I'm contract, not saying this is a criticism. Diego, this is a compliment. This is what yeah, you want everyone. Every single person in San Diego cares about the Padres is at that game. Well, they got nothing else to do, right? Because the, the Chargers have moved up to L.A. Well, actually, what am I? No, they can. They can. I had ba- no idea. They, they, they can them, bask right? in the gas lamp district, not the gas gas lamp, gas light. What's going on with the gas lamp? By the way, I've been yes. to San Diego a few times. Overrated. Yeah. Gas lamp. I mean, San Diego's a nice town, but uh, I was I've mostly you- been in La Jolla. That was my my uncle was. Yeah, but that's like the summers. That's not. Yeah. But the gas lamp district is sort of like downtown, like close to the water near the near the ballpark. And everybody's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's beautiful there. It's beautiful there. But there was not a lot of action. It was pretty quiet. Um, now, I did not go there on a, on a Padres big game day in this current era. Where Wait, I, I listen, I just woke up. Saying. I did bad math. It is 20 million dollars a year. So that's not a great. I mean, that's a very expensive deal. Well, it's not the AAV. It's the eight years in the 160. Yeah. Yeah. So 20 is about what you think 18 somewhere around there. But sure. If he signed for he's going to be 30 on opening day. Yeah. Listen, none of these contracts pay off by year five, six, seven. We know that. But it's Uncle Stevie's money. And if Uncle Stevie lost 160 million dollars every day for the next month, he wouldn't even notice it. So. I mean, Nimmo's an interesting guy because he's not great at anything, right? But yeah. he's like good at everything. Like he's fast, but he literally doesn't steal bases. He's a good defender. But he's not like a gold glover. This was his first year it. ever hit. This is his first year ever hitting more than uh, eight home runs in a season. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was a five war five war player this year. Yeah, and, uh, he's had uh, eight hundred plus OPS three years in a row. Like it's not a fluke. All right, I like Nimmo, and uh, I'm happy. They do need. Um, they do need one more starter. The problem is they have no farm system, so it's not like they can trade for guys. Yeah, during you know the what season. farm system they have? The $14 billion in Steve Cohn's uh, bank account. Well, that's a yeah, that is for sure true. But I, I don't think they have a they just my point is they can't trade for guys in the middle of the year. Yeah. Now I'm also I'm like, I wonder if they shouldn't have cut Cano. Because I wonder if you could have like done some shenanigans with his like $25 million contract. Because, you know, they're paying Cano this year also. Yeah. I also heard they're paying Bobby Bonilla breaking news. No one's ever heard that before. That is true. Yeah. Um, let's uh, come back to the Tampa San Francisco game, which we were talking about like 20 minutes ago. Tampa San Francisco. No, I, I, uh, Niners to win. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I really see a narrative of Brady winning like a 13-10 playoff game and then a 14-13 playoff game. And actually, mm-hmm. the, the, the perfect scenario for me, I think, would be uh, Tampa Bay knocks out the Cowboys in the first round. Knocks mm-hmm. out the Eagles in the second round, mm-hmm. and then it comes to Minnesota, and the Vikings uh, uh, beat uh, beat him and end his career. That 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 that's the beautiful scenario for me. That's what I'm rooting I'm, for right now. What happens when the Vikings have like lost to the Commanders the week beforehand in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. So they're not actually in that. Game. <laughs> and then we have a Washington Tampa Bay NFC Washington Tampa and it's a championship. God, yeah, Brady falling ass backwards. It's a all right. Okay, let's uh, move on. Kansas City at Denver. Nothing to say. Right, Kansas City wins. Russell Wilson's dead. No, I like Denver to cover, but yeah. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, who nine and a half point 
underdog Denver at home. If you would have been, they've been playing team. really down to bad opponents this year. The Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I, it's really unbelievable that the Raiders have a you know are five and eight, and yet I think Zach, um, not Zach Brooks, um, Adam Brooks has just about clinched that bet with me. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, the Raiders are going to get their coach fired, and he's going to win the bet. Yeah. All right. Well, he's not getting fired. Okay. Uh, whether he should be or whether he should be. I mean, the maybe these are so fluky. I, I don't. I wouldn't have a problem if I was a Raiders fan seeing a second year of McDaniel's. Well, I would have had a problem seeing any years of McDaniel's. Right, but, but once just, he's there, yeah. The 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 Raiders are are the you know the the cash poorest team in the NFL. They're not they're not paying coaches to not work there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami at the Chargers. This is this very is good game. Yeah, this game and the Tampa San Francisco game are. Or sort of very similar to me in that. Well, this is just an offense version of that game. Yes, exactly. That was a defense game. Yeah. My, Miami, you know, Tua wants to get back on track after struggling in San Francisco last week. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Chargers are, are, you know, are the Raiders of L.A., basically, which is a thing the Raiders were from 82 to 95. And I'm going to pick the Chargers to win this game. And I know that's a stupid thing to do, but I think Dalvin that still my, haven't lost the game that Tua started and finished. They just did last week. No, he didn't finish. Didn't count. Oh. <laughs> That's true. Is that why they pulled him to keep that stat? They pulled him there. He's never going to. He's just never going to. It's always going to be like Skylar Thompson until. Uh, That's funny. Yeah. Well, you know what? By I, the, they didn't put him on IR and he's now been out like 15 weeks in a row. Bridgewater. It, it, yeah, I don't know. I have I have Dak and Tua. So I just want at this point in the year, you know, two QB leads. You just yeah. want their backups to be your quarterbacks. Just in case. Yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about Brock Purdy spending all your fab on Brock Purdy or whatever. Yeah, I just so, did spend all my fab on Brock Purdy because I'm in the same boat as you. I have Brissett, excuse me, I have Deshaun Watson and Tua, and the yeah. guy who owns Brissett in my league is like sort of fell asleep at the wheel and is like he's eliminated and he's not really paying attention right now, which is such so a... you can't trade for him. Such a... I mean, I, I sent him like legitimately starting wide receivers for him, not because Brissett has any value, but just, you know, for, you know, people buy insurance for a reason. Um, by the way, I have good news here. I think you're going to be in this league next year. Oh, very good. Me and Eric. I, you're not ready for Eric. I'm just telling you. My friend Eric. Eric's not, Eric's not ready for me. All right. No, no, trust me, <laughs> Eric, Eric wakes up. I mean, Eric, if people don't know, Eric is a is a like a world class physicist. But, you know, his passion is fantasy football. <laughs> and uh, and um, he uh, he is going to come into the league and he's going to make, let's say, 30 to 40 trade offers every hour to every <laughs> single person in the league. He knows like but he'll also like suggest trades for every other like he has the whole league in his head and he will be like, no, 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 you should trade that like he'll make. He'll facilitate trades that are not in, that don't involve yeah, for other people. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've You're done like, that before. And then I always say, I'm like, can you throw me a buck or two a fab as like, a, you know, as commission? He really should do that. He should. He should take a fab commission. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have the Chargers winning this game. What about you? Uh, Dolphins. Dolphins winning straight up. Yeah. Um, all right. Then New England, Arizona. Arizona being the now <laughs> was Arizona. You're not watching in season hard knocks. It's miserable. No, only you were watching it. Yeah, I'm the only one watching. They took off this week. And I'm wondering, was that always the plan? No, or- probably not. They took <laughs> off this week unless they yeah. had a buy Did the car. Oh, no, because the Cardinals had a buy, right? So that's why there was no episode. Did they have a buy? No, the Cardinals lost last week. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah. So, no, the, no, I, I think nobody's watching it. So they gave up. I no, think but- maybe they canceled it. No, they are coming back next week, though. I don't. I have no idea, but it would not surprise me. Wait, no, hold like, on. What we, so the Cardinals did have a buy. Yeah, they had a buy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But the Cardinals have the worst. What I think they have the worst home record in the league the last two years, which is kind of crazy. I mean, it they, makes total sense. They have no fans. 
Yeah, but th- that's true for the Chargers and for other teams as well. Um, they have one home win this year. It was that 52-42. Well, the Raiders had more fans tonight in L.A. than the Rams did. Yeah, there are more Raiders fans in Los Angeles than Rams fans. That makes sure. perfect sense. Yeah, and yeah. the Raiders are ostensibly better than the Rams. Even though the Rams played in, in L.A. from 1947 to 1995, right? They should have generations of fans there. They right? do. I mean, like Adam Carolla lives in L.A. as a Rams fan. Yeah, he's the only one I know. That's true. Yeah. Um, he's probably not anywhere. He probably canceled the NFL for being too well. That's probably true. Um, uh, so uh, the only Ram he's a, f- a fan of is like when they ran the door to the Capitol on January sixth. Wasn't um, his wife literally there? You told me that, or his nephew? Uh, or- no, it was uh, somebody. It was um, I think his wife's like niece was 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 in the. No, oh, okay, all right. Can't fault him for a wife's niece. All right, yeah. So I have the Pats winning this game, um, just because Arizona cannot win at home. No, this is my best bet of the week. The Patriots, um, Patriots beating the the Cardinals. I just think it's a coaching mismatch, mismatch and I, I, I've lost all faith in Cliff. I've lost some faith in Kyler. This team has like 15 receivers, but they still can't move the ball. So I don't know. So the weird. only game we disagree about in terms of the winner and loser is Miami and the Chargers. Okay, I'm, I thought that would be the case beforehand because I knew that was sort of my hottest take of the week because it's a three oh. and a half point underdog. And there we go. No, Miami's favored. Do you know what? The the one of the sites. Oh, I who do you have, who, do, who are you picking to win this game? Miami or the Chargers? No, Miami, Miami, Miami. Yeah, they're the, they're the favorites. Some for some reason, I had like the thing I was looking at had Miami as an underdog. All right, well then you should on, be like, betting money on that site. You should be grabbing that as quickly as you can. Well, I don't think it was a, it was like FanDuel.com. I think it was just a mistaken like uh, website uh, that uh, had the odds. Oh, got it. Okay. Now l- last week, um, you know, and it, it helped that there weren't a lot of upsets. Last week I went thirteen one and one. You went twelve two and one. Our biggest, uh, our best. Yeah, my best. Yeah, I was six and one against the uh, against the spread. My my uh, my my best week of the year. Yeah, you're you're still up five to four on me in uh in weeks this year. So hopefully, uh, hopefully the Chargers allow me to tie it up this week, and then we uh we'll go into week fifteen, and finally we have every team playing for the last four weeks of the year. Because what's your take on six teams on by in week four? Yeah, people ask me this. Uh, one, it's a little bit fortuitous. Other than like Jonathan Taylor on the coast, aren't a lot of like super relevant fantasy guys on by this week. But there's I mean, just a, if you're teams, in a deep league guys. though, yeah, McLaurin there's just a lot of guys. People like, I mean, I. Here's the thing. They they took they needed to have no buys for Thanksgiving because otherwise that Sunday is so thin. They only had two last week. But so they should have they, they could have had one buy that week. Yeah, you could have had one buy that week. I just, six you, you, is a mistake. You, yeah, you can't have you can't have the most teams on buy. On, to me, 14. having two last week and six this week means they just could not figure out a way to do four and four, which I'm sure was their goal. Yeah. Because I'm sure I do, they didn't want to. What I but do I also like, think the people who make the the schedule don't play fantasy football properly. What, but fantasy is a big driver of the NFL. Um, oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. But I what I do just, like I is like, it forced a lot of trades this week because if you're six and seven or seven and six or whatever, and you're sort of on the playoff bubble in your league, yeah, and you, you have to make trades because you have like you know a lot of people just had gaps in their lineups this week, and so it forced trades. And I'm a big trade fan, so I like that. Yeah, no, that is good. Uh, one of my leagues accidentally, the deadline was last week. And then your your brother's league that has a lot of trades, the deadline came and went really with with uh, with not much going on. Mm, yeah, so it's not a keeper league. If it's not a keeper league, your your trade deadline should be the start of the playoffs. There's no reason to have a, an earlier trade deadline. Mm. Um, all righty. All right, Wheels, we're going we're gonna to have a Yiddish outro song for maybe something this week. What's your take? Oh, beautiful. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. All right, talk to that.
just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.